Brothers in the Go coming at you straight from the dream room. Straight, straight from the dream room. Brother, uh, we, we got a song. Dream, dream, dream. Dream, 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 dream. Dream, dream. This is... Uh, oh, we lost it. Broken harmony. Broken. Nothing worse than a broken <laughs> harmony. It's that sort of morning, brother. Thanksgiving weekend. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Happy Thanksgiving. What uh? What'd you do? What'd you do this week, brother? Oh boy. I mean, Thanksgiving Day. We had a few stops. We did Thanksgiving at the parents' house. Took some food over to the grandparents' house. And then caravaned over to our aunt's house, where we hung out with some cousins and uh. I made some cocktails. Made a good cocktail. You did. Solid cocktail, brother. Big ups. French 75. Big ups on the cocktail. Look it up. French 75. It's a nice cocktail. While we were there, we interviewed Steve B. Steve B on the radio. Yep. Whew. Um, then what what'd you do? Uh, what did you do yesterday, brother? Yesterday I had yesterday. a really great, relaxed day. Got some stuff done. And then... Uh, then we went out on the town. We did. We're trying to find out where the rich and sophisticated people hang out. Let the Springs. listeners know. Yeah. If you know where the rich and sophisticated people hang out in Colorado Springs, let us know. We want to be where the sophisticated people are. We just want to figure out where you're at. Yeah. We, uh, we think we, uh, we would fit in. And we went to the Brass Tap looking. Didn't nope. find it. Didn't find the sophistication. Yeah, don't there. don't go to the brass tap. That's nah. for that's for damn sure, brother. <laughs> well, that's for damn sure. <laughs> don't go to the brass tap looking I mean, for sophistication. No, that's right. Go to the brass tap if you're looking for uh, solid beer. Great beer selection. Good beer selection. Uh, don't go to the brass tap if you're looking for a quality sound system. Bad sound system. Man, brother man. couldn't get off it. They had a bad sound system there. Brother, what did we do after the brass tap? Well, then we went down uh, looking for more sophistication at the mansion. mansion. Whoa, we tore the mansion. We tore the mansion up. up. Mansion didn't see us coming. Nope. You can say that with 100% certainty. Closed the mansion down. We closed the mansion down. Danced until the lights came on. Yeah. They started kicking people out. Yeah, they didn't They didn't see us coming, bro. Uh-uh. I didn't even, I didn't see us coming. <laughs> I didn't see us coming either. We Ooh. did it, though. I mean, once, especially once Cardi B came on, yeah. I was ready to go. Yeah, we did it, Cardi B. So, uh, yeah. and now I'm laying. Now we're recording our podcast. I'm laying down in the dream room. I'm laying down on a dream, futon in the dream, 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 dream room, room. show. All right, we really got to work on our harmonies. <laughs> it's a work in progress. True. Can't fault a can't fault a man for trying, brother. Of course not. Well, so what's the mansion? So uh, shouts out to the mansion. I had a good time at the mansion. It was wild. I think no. it's uh, I don't know if it's underrated. Certainly wasn't a bad night at the mansion. No, it was a good night at the mansion. Yeah, I also can't call it underrated. Can't call it underrated. I think though. it's rated appropriately. Rated appropriately. It's it not all, overrated. It all depends on what you bring to the mansion. Not underrated. Not overrated. What are you bringing to the mansion? Is the question. That's the question right there. Yeah. The mansion's only gonna give back what you put into it. <laughs> right now, brother, I'm trying to. I'm scrolling through it. 
I found it. Last week, uh, we asked, we tried to do a Facebook community poll. We wanted to know what are each brother's worst quality. Help us find out. This is what you sent us. This is what the people sent. My friend Grayson said nonsense. You two are perfect. Boo. It's definitely not true. We were looking for hate. We got a compliment. Uh, Jessica Parnello, my girlfriend, said, Oh, just one bad quality? Charlie's judgment face? Jordan's condescending tone? <laughs> You're welcome. Kissy emoji. Well, I think that's pretty, pretty on point. Yeah. yeah it's, it's on point. I, I, my condescending tone runs rampant sometimes. I can't <laughs> help it. Can't help it. It really, really tears people down. Carolyn Sinden out in Chicago said, Curiosity at dangerous level reference. Eating a poison potato. Potato emoji. Oh no emoji. Laughy emoji. Ghost emoji. That's because one time in Chicago, I accidentally ate an old potato. I thought it was still good. Uh huh. I fried it up. Because it looked good. Fried it up. Looked, looked good. Ate it. And then all of a How sudden. How long does it take for a potato to go bad? This is a great question. Let me tell you something you don't do with a potato. Huh. You don't put. You don't cut a potato in half and cook one half. Put the other half in a Ziploc bag. And put it in the fridge. All right. You don't do that. Don't do it. Got no. it. Because it was in the fridge in a Ziploc bag for too long. And, uh, brother, it makes you hallucinate. <laughs> really? Yes. What did you see? And it gives you, it can give you hypothermia. What? And it can also give you death. <laughs> no, not death. Yes. Man, death by poison potato would be the perfect way for brother to go. Oh, it didn't get me, though. It tried, but it didn't get me. It was a weird night. Hmm. So that was one, another bad quality for me. Um, and Mariah Owens said, too good looking. I'd say that's true. All right. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> so those were the, that was the poll. That was it. That was it. Lackluster. Very lackluster. We asked the internet for hate. We didn't get much hate. Didn't get any hate. The internet loves to give hate. Unless you ask for hate. The internet doesn't give you what you want, brother, I don't think. No, it's its own entity. Yeah. It gives the swerve. Should we do some news, brother? Sure. What's up with the news? All right. Uh, this week in the news, according to Google, what do we want? Weather, sports, entertainment, eat, mm. drink? National. National? National. Well, let me see if let me see if I can find it. Brothers never prepared. I was... You should prepare more, brother! Oh my god. Oh my, the window's open. Be careful. <laughs> Your neighbors are going to think we're nuts. <laughs> oh, my neighbors already think I'm nuts. Alright, do you want top stories or world? Mm, top stories. Um, why Muslim extremists attacked this mosque in Egypt? That's one headline. Well, the I can't skip that one. Too Washington. heavy. Too heavy. Too heavy for that one. Inside Donald Trump's obsession with being Time's Person of the Year, CNN. Pass. White House consulted Justice Department before naming CFPB critic to lead... Dot, 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 dot. Skip the national news, brother. I'm out. World. Boring. World news. Pakistan calls on army to help restore order after violent clashes, clashes in Islamabad, New York Times pass sounds like a pass suddenly zimbabwe's biggest newspaper can print exactly what it wants interesting 
Washington Post. Interesting. Mugabe. Mugutu. Mugutu resigned, brother. Whoa. I guess he's been the the ruler of Zimbabwe for, for like decades. And they ousted him. The military yep. ousted him. For 37 years, it was the official newspaper of Robert Mugabe. Then this month, the staff of Zimbabwe Herald got an impossible assignment. They would have to cover the downfall of their benefactor. In the days after Mugabe was detained by the military, editors and reporters gathered in a wood-paneled newsroom in an old office building downtown, trying to figure out what to do. Should they back Mugabe or the military takeover? All right, brother, I'm off. I'm out. All right, back. Entertainment news now. Entertainment? Brother, I got a good one. What? Brother, this comes from the Instagram the two chains is Instagram. Whoa! Straight from two chains. Instagram picture says, "This is on two chains Instagram, brother." It says Colorado pastor arrested for an allegedly impregnating fourteen-year-old girl. Jesus. Two chains says, "Tired of all this sucker shit, using the Lord to be a predator and mess with underage boys and girls." Well, check this out. I swear on a stack of Bibles, if anyone touches any of my kids inappropriately, be prepared to leave here. Angry face. <laughs> Two chains is calling about Colorado. I bet, you, I bet you when he says be prepared to leave here, he means earth. Brother, what are the odds <laughs> it's Colorado Springs? What are the odds? Ted Haggard's coming back. Coming back? He's on the rise. What are you, I've been getting... Uh, uh, what's he doing? Where I've been getting... Uh, advertisements on Facebook for what? Pastor Ted Haggard Facebook? smiling going hey I'm fine no. everything's fine now oh that guy's a bastard everyone prepare Ted Haggard's trying to re- return even <coughs> though he was a big hypocrite you heard it here <coughs> Ted Haggard's a hypocrite the other weird thing is 2 chains, brother this article's from Fox News what's 2 chains doing on Fox News I'm telling you 2 chains getting his news from Fox News sometimes brother I'm looking news. into this yeah I'm gonna look up Colorado Pastor. We should try to interview Pastor Ted Haggard. Oh my gosh, that'd be crazy. Ask him the hard hitting questions. Ask him why he's a hypocrite. <laughs> Ask him why he's a hypocrite. Yeah. Colorado Pastor. Brother. Yes. Colorado Springs, Colorado. You know it's true. Was it really? Yeah. Oh no. You know it's true. He's a pastor for several churches that meet at a Colorado Springs hotel. Uh, facing multiple counts of sexual assault on a child. No. Uh, the teenager gave birth to the child on September 15th when she was 15 years old. Jeez. This is bad news, brother. H- horrible news. Straight out of our local town. I wonder what church. I wonder why the news isn't reporting about it. Well, the, I'm reading the news, brother. This is right now. Yeah. Oh. No, it just came out. I wonder if it'll be on our local, our local news. I mean, it has to be, right? You'd hope so. KOAA. This is national news now. KOAA. Hmm. We'll give you some entertainment news, brother. Well, another news. Tesla Model 3 uh, is in a dangerous territory, it says. Uh, Tesla has to get its act together with its Model 3 fast. Tesla is spending more than $1 billion per quarter to sustain its existing business and ramp up production of mo- troubled Model 3s. Brother, you give me some lame news today. I'm so- All right. Let me find entertainment technology. Uh, entertainment. Yes. I don't know, 
brother. It's all it looks good. Mariah Carey cancels three tour dates due to doctor's orders after battling. So this is the lamest day of news. I Skip know. it all, brother. Skip Segment the news. Over. All right. Segment over. All right. Segment's done. What do we Brother, do we have a reading. Oh. There's a reading. All, all a moment of silence. Okay. For a reading from Brother Jordan. Oh. From the book of DJ Khaled. This is DJ Khaled. The keys. DJ Khaled. Dang. Don't want you to have breakfast. They don't want you to have jet skis. They don't want you to have Jay-Z as your manager. I don't know if you sense a pattern here, but let me tell you. They don't want you to have anything worth having. If it brings you joy or success, you can generate that these people will do everything in their power to stop you from accomplishing it. You see me on Snapchat with fan love. You, you know that I'm always talking about the things that they don't want you to have. Stay woke. Constantly remind yourself and speak out loud on the things that you want in life. Picture yourself having everything. It might be a boat or a plane or a platinum plaque or a best-selling book or even egg whites, turkey, sausage, and a glass of water for breakfast. You deserve all these things as long as you work hard. Envision all the obstacles you might run into while trying to get them and then beat them down. They don't want you to. It's like a battle cry against the they energy. Go out into the world and declare that you want even if they don't want, if they want to stop you. Always do exactly the opposite of what they want and you'll prosper. DJ Khaled! Dang. Words of wisdom from DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. That, was, that was a reading from DJ Khaled's book, The Keys. Yeah, Charlie got the keys as a gift. Good gift. Recommended reading. Recommended reading. Thought we'd give the people some inspiration today, brother. This is good. I hope it, I hope you feel inspired, dear listeners. <laughs> song of the week? <laughs> uh, sure, let's move on to the song of the week. What do you got? Pick it out, brother. Pick it out? Brother choice. Pick anything? Brother's choice. Well, you're going to have to uh, uh, fill some time while I look around. Fill some time. What, I'm just supposed to just pick a song out of nowhere? Uh, I don't know what to do. Um, I guess I'll sing a song oh, about Jesus. brother picking a song. Okay, hold on. He better hurry because I'm going to sing until he finds the keys. Bounce them around, 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 bounce
Shout out to them people, 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 people. Oh! Mad ethnic right now. I get it how I live it. I live it how I get it. Come to motherfucking digits. I pull it with a lemon. Get it, Rihanna. she ain't living. It's just the eyes get acidic. And this ain't a scrimmage. Motherfucker, we ain't finished. I told you we won't stop. A nigga by the business. Like yours, but you're renting. Wave a low to the top. Nigga, the vey wrong guy. Tell the paparazzi get the lens right. Wait a minute. Got the window down top, blown lock. Wait a minute. Got the hazard on, only doing five. Wait a minute. You could catch me, free, in the new LaFerrar. And the truck behind me got arms. Yeah, longer than LeBron. Just waiting from my thumb like the fawns. Woo, this beat tastes like lunch, but it's running from veneers and it's running from the fronts. But every day, hey, well, lemonade, I was afraid. Once a nigga graduate, would I be okay? So I prayed and I played. It's Rihanna, nigga. My constellation is space. Words, please. Got a couldn't chase. Nigga, bath salt. Bite speakers in the face. Bath salt. Bite speakers in the face. Bath salt. Bite speakers in the face. That was Rihanna rapping. That's a hot track. Hot track. If the mansion's listening, which I know they are. Yep. If the mansion's listening. That would have set me off if they yeah. played that at the mansion. Play that new N E R D. Nerd Pharrell. Pharrell's a legend, brother. Pharrell is a legend, an understated legend. He's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Since the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Giving us hot beats. Yeah, and weird hats. Weird hats and hot beats. What else do you need? Not much else. What else do you need from your pop culture heroes, brother? Just a just a, a track that allows Rihanna to rap, and he delivered it. And yeah, that funny hats, and uh, not uh, assaulting anybody. Sure, that's also absolutely key. key. Also, also key to being an icon these days. Thank you, Pharrell, for not assaulting anyone. Not yet, Pharrell, keeping it one hundred. Yep. All right, so that was the song of the week. N E R D. N E R D. It's called Lemon. Lemon featuring Rihanna. Yeah. Bad yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. Bad girl Re. Uh, what else we got? I think that's Anything it. else we need to do? That's it. Should we introduce Steve? Steve. Steve's a legend. Yeah, Steve's a legend. The Down local here legend. In Colorado Springs. He was a radio host on uh, RXP, 103RXP, alternative. 103.9. 103.9 RXP, alternative radio. Yeah. Uh, did a great job. And then he, uh, now he's. The big time up in Denver. Hot shot. Hot, Hot shot, shot up in Denver. He's the morning host of 93.3, uh-huh. which is the big alternative radio station up there. Uh-huh. Uh, married one of our cousins. He's our cousin-in-law. Absolutely. Shout out to Kendra. Shout out to Kendra. Kendra Gresh. Kendra Gresh. OG. OG cousin. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Steepy's great. Steepy's a good guy. Works so, hard. Knows absolutely. the industry. Absolutely. Knows the secrets. Cool taste in music. Does the concerts. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's got all the hits. And the insider market knowledge. Yeah, he's got the insider hits. So stay tuned. Steve Burrell. We interviewed him on uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving night. So we're a, little, a few beers in and we we're have a, a fun. A few beers in. A nice uh, Thanksgiving interview. Even though it usually, we usually sound like we're a few beers in anyways, brother. That's right. So this is. Who knows what this will sound yeah, like. Yeah, we don't know. We just did it. So stay tuned. We don't listen and, uh, to our podcast. We just record. <laughs> we our just podcasts. throw them out there. <laughs> just throw them out. All right. See if anyone catches. Thanks for listening, and uh, stay tuned, brothers. On the go. We're rolling. <laughs>
Alright. Well, Steve, entertain us. <laughs> you wanna hear about this shit? <laughs> all the shit, please. <laughs> what have you been through? No, really, you guys. Let loose, really, Steve. What, Sorry. We'll, we'll, we won't show this to your daughters for 20 years. <laughs> Give us all the secrets. This is actually great. Uh, so perhaps they will see this in 20 years. Well, yeah. they won't see anything. Actually. Yeah, probably whatever medium that you're using will be unusable. Let's start there. <laughs> yeah. Let's start there. As a new dad, explain, because neither of us are dads. Uh, no. You well, don't, don't know who Steve B is yet, though, bro. Oh, that's true. All right. Well, we'll revisit that subject in a moment. Steve B. He's the DJ at 93.3, right? Yeah. Man, in Denver. In, in Denver. They usually use my whole name. He's a hot shot. Steve Burrell. We got a, <laughs> we got, <laughs> we got a hot shot in the room. All right. He used to work down here at 103.9, though. Yeah, RSP. RSP. Yeah, it was good times. It was a, it was a great place to be. Yeah. A very long time. Yeah. Uh, the sister station of Kilo. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Yeah, sister. They they played the alter. It was the alternative one of three nine. The right? alternative. Yeah. It was uh, Rx. I can't remember what they called it when I first got there, but they changed it like a couple of months after I got into it. So they they hired a consultant to come <laughs> in, and they changed the color scheme. It was uh like their logo is yellow and black. Yeah. They had recently Kilo. changed like yeah changed from uh, like a different. They used to be Plastic Rockers the Eagle. I wasn't okay. there for that. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> they changed. They brought in like they brought this color scheme in. They're like the, they're like the orange. The kids like the orange these days. <laughs> kids are in the orange. It's kind of like the the Monster Energy drink kind of thing. Oh. They changed their whole like logo. Whoa. Uh, they called it RXP at one hundred three nine because uh, this is a, a diary market, and what that means in a in, in ratings world for uh, for radio is that when you're when people the ratings are decided by people writing down what they listen to, and oh, so no. when you say RXP, who, who writes it down? The holders. All right. So so here's a question. <laughs> here's a question. Have you ever known anyone that has actually received a radio diary? No. In, no. So uh, I, I did. <laughs> you did a long time ago. I got one when I was like in high school. So, okay. And, uh, you have the power. And well, and what it is, yeah, it's true. Did you ever just write down the cool stations and ignore the lame stations? That's, even though you that's, that's what it's about, right? <laughs> that's like how it works. And so, in the diary system, what you get is you get a letter in the mail uh, from Arbitron, or these days it's Nielsen. Did you say Arbitron? Yes. <laughs> Arbitron. Yeah. They know <laughs> it's now Nielsen. Okay. Uh, and what you'll get is a a. It's called a diary, but it's basically just like a log for you to say, if you take the time to like tell us what you listen to and when you listen to it, uh, we'll give you this crisp one dollar bill. And it was like an actual. I think it might have been maybe it was two, maybe it was two, <laughs> two, but you literally get two dollar bills with it. <laughs> and what is the system that's deciding the life or death of radio Arbitron bro aren't, aren't, you, aren't you listening is, I am letting you into the world of like how this like, so, they, so right. they send the diary to you with two crisp dollar bills with the diary yeah crisp so brand new brand new dollar like, bills yeah. brand new All right. bills that you've never straight like, off the print so that's part of the appeal okay for sure but and so it's up to you to like write down what you listen to okay and so in a diary market like uh, Colorado Springs or a 
most markets actually is what that is. And so uh, that was the uh, like the advent of you have stations like, uh, for example, Kilo is a great example. It's K-I-L-O, but it's really easy to remember. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, okay, Kilo, all right, I'll listen to that. Or Magic in this station too. Yep. Magic. Mm -hmm. And so when you get stations that have names or they very much incorporate the number because that's what they look for. They look for the name of the station, whether it's the call letters of um, Kilo, K-I-L-O, or 1039, so RSV app 1039, so like make sure that they remember that. Uh, because if they mess it up and say RPX, you don't get credit for that. Right. Oh, or isn't it, it's like the law that you have to say, isn't it? You're well, you have to get it right, or at least, so, when Denver was a diary market, which wasn't that long ago, they only changed to PPM, which is personal people meter, is what they call it these days, um, where you actually carry a meter around that wow. listens to what you're listening to. Whoa. No what. Um, before that, they had, uh, so say for example, they had KTCL, which is the station I work for now, 93.3, or KBCO, which is another station up there. If someone, for whatever reason, which happened apparently quite a lot, wrote KTCO. Don't get your credit. You, they'd split it. Oh, oh. <laughs> you each huh. get, okay. like, We're not sure who you're talking about, so each of you gets okay. something. What a weird uh, system. That is a, it's wild. It's a strange it, system. Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, you're, you're just whole job and success is based on the whims I'm a few random people. A few yeah. random people. Yeah. And, that's and crazy. Well, that's the thing about it. Is Does it, it change at all? Like, like uh, now that there's a online uh, radio, like like iHeartRadio, are mm -hmm. they affiliated? Who are they affiliated with in Denver? Uh, well, that's us. That's one of them. We're okay. an iHeart station. That's who I work for. Got you. iHeart Media. So our building is iHeart. Okay. Form formerly Clear Channel. Uh, which oh, was really awesome. Any corporate gossip, Steve? Not really, you know. Like, that's, that's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just a, you know, a, I would say all the, uh, I, when, when you hear, like, when people heard Clear Channel, they had, like, certain things in their mind about, like, big, you know, evil empire, over giant. Firecom! Like, yeah. Um, but in reality, maybe, you know, maybe something like that is kind of at the top, but every business is like that. Oh, yeah. And I've had the, uh, yes, in the radio. Yeah. Well, and I've had the pleasure in, uh, to work for either a super independent, cool. which was RSP, which mm -hmm. they, they are a corporation, but it's so small. Like, yeah. there's two stations here, and there's a smattering of stations back east, like in North yeah. Carolina, and mostly TV. It's a Bayhockle, is like the company that. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, got, we got Arbitron, we got Bayhockle. Bay Start writing these down, brother. <laughs> uh, but, so. There's like pros and cons to each, right? Yeah. But they all kind of like run it like, um, I would say like at the, in, and especially in Breckenridge, that's where I started. Was. Yeah. And so that was super independent. Like we, we were yeah. free range up there. Um, there's pros and cons to each. Like there's pros as in you kind of like had your own freedom to do whatever you wanted and there wasn't a lot of oversight. Sure. So um, like music that maybe you wanted to hear on the radio rather than... Like where you are now, yeah. do you is there a more strict playlist or like a well sure but it's 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 formulaic but it's sure. also at the same time uh, it's it's being programmed in house like that's actually a, a misconception hmm. that's from, cool great uh, that you're like oh 
So if you want to sneak something weird on, you technically maybe might still be able to. At the right time, only yeah. because you got to be smart about it. About yeah, like how exactly. Because like, that's part. All right. We're really, we're pulling a lot of stuff in, like to uh, you know, what we're talking about right now. But I'll I'll, I'll switch to that real quick because yeah. we're, we're in a big station. Up there. Yeah, it's KTCL ninety three three, and so yes, there is a playlist that we stick to, that we create, that mm-hmm. we come up with, due to uh, research that we do, and it's research asking the people that listen to the station, saying like, do you like this? Do you not like this? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we do that with our new music on a weekly basis. Yeah. Uh, whether it's you know, like the brand new Imagine Dragons song. Like, sure. We're, we're putting it out there being like, we're thinking about playing this song. And we have our own database of people. It, we, it's called the Music Nerds is what we like, <laughs> have our. And it's like the real strict P1s, which is like the listeners that really listen to us all the time and are invested into it enough to like want to give us Be the, the opinion yeah. of like what we're going to do. And we take that seriously. Yeah. Um, and it, we really did. Like, we, we, oh, we, we listen to the music first. We're like, we think this would be a good fit for our station. If you make the music nerds unhappy, then it's well, all done. Well, and that's, like, what, you know, we have our own ideas of what we think sounds good. Yeah, like, of course. Here's a really good example uh, of a very specific band uh, that you guys would know. <laughs> is I'm a, I love Alt-Jet. Yeah. yeah. I think they're fucking rad. Say it. They're really yeah. cool. Um, you can I, say fucking okay. it. Right. <laughs> Steve self censored. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> but I would say that. Uh, but I also understand from a broad consumption standpoint, they're. Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, it, it takes a little bit. You know, it takes an investment. It's more complex. Yes, it's it, not just the hook. It, it, hook, it, hook, perfect. Hook. Perfect yeah. example. Yes, yeah. the hook is like a big thing in, in general. Yeah. Uh, mass consumption radio right and so we are willing to like listen to it and be like okay we want i want to give this a chance mm-hmm. let's see what the music nerds have to say about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> let's consult them but i know how it's going to come back like it's going to come back to be like you know and if something is like there's only so much room in our playlist sure and so we have to stick to this this the ones that really stand out yeah. Now, what that does for us is it gives us the power as being a, like a top-rated radio station that a lot of people like want to listen to. Uh, it gives us a bigger audience in general. Yeah. So when you do want to take a chance mm-hmm. every once in a while, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we do, like say for example on our weekends when we do uh, we have a locals only show. Cool. We yeah. do Adventure U. Uh, we do a thing right around this time. As a matter of fact, we're right up against it called Hometown for the Holidays. Where yeah, we invite all local bands to yeah. submit Ugh. like their songs. That's great. And so uh, this week is the deadline, and so November 29th, we're all gonna get together. So us, like the 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 core, like four of us that normally listen to the music, but we also invite past winners of Hometown for the Holidays, like those bands. We'll invite mm-hmm. in people from Illegal Pete, which is uh, you know the, <laughs> the, the the chain that like yeah, uh, the chain is like a local chain of yeah. really cool people that that come in to listen to it too. Yeah. We'll invite random music we'll, we'll invite people like yeah. just to come in and listen you know so we have a, a big conference room basically full of people that's great. listening to music the same way we do in our music survey that's great we narrow it down to the top 10 um because you have to like we, yeah. hate, we hate music competitions and we hate like because we don't think that's it doesn't really necessarily go hand in hand <clears throat> but you have to do something like if you're going to invite a ton of bands like to yeah. uh, submit their that's stuff. Life. That's life. Yes, is. there has yeah. to be like something. 
And so we, well, we like to put it out there and be like, listen, this, this is not a battle to There are no game. winners, but here's the winners. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> so what that allows us to do in the second half of December is we play a ton of local music. Like, we'll take these 10 bands and we'll cool. give them regular rotation. Oh, that's awesome. Station. Yeah. And uh, at the very end, uh, one of those bands is going to be the winner. You know, yeah, and they, sure. we, up, we invite the top three and we have a big showcase where they get to play the top band. Uh, like, for example, last year was a band called Redlands. And yeah. they're opening up for Not So Silent Night this year. That's the cool. prize. And so they're an opening act for Imagine Dragons. Whoa! Like, about. I remember yeah. that. I had a friend in music school that One Flew West. Yeah, One Flew West. They're great. And yeah. They're, um, they... They were, they were one of the top three. Yeah. We invited but it was them. Like, that's like a huge deal for yeah. people. When they won that, it was like, ah! it was yeah. like we're making it. Was, it. Yeah, exactly. It was a huge deal it. for them. And yeah. then after that happened, like more people, I remember even saying like more people came to their shows. Like it's Of a, course. It's a big yeah. deal that your station does We also that. invited them to play for Cakes and Eggs, too. For yeah. us, uh, that, that same the same year, the year after, regardless. Right. We saw that, what they did. Yeah. And we're like, that was great. Cool. And so we right. invite them to do, like, you know, we have other opportunities. But without being strict about what we do on an everyday basis, we don't have the power to be able to provide that for right. sure. fans. Because yeah. uh, if we were just like fly by the seat of our pants uh, at college radio, and I don't mean that as a, an insult. Because yeah, I like college that. radio, I love like NPR, oh, yeah. that's what I listen to too. But it also narrows your audience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, but without. Because sometimes you'll have college radio where it's just like weird black metal for an hour and you go I can't handle this yeah. I can't do this right now <laughs> now listen to this for two more months yeah, exactly yeah so it's a balancing act yeah. of like what we do versus uh, and, and that comes from the PPM model which is what you're talking about when it comes to rating and the PPM is a meter yeah personal people meter that someone carries around with them it. that actually listens to what they're listening to on a minute by minute basis which wow. is different from the diary market yeah yeah that's where we're at. That's, we, we select the uh, interviewees for our podcast by committee as well, Steve. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very scientific. Yeah. Lots of research. We it's hold, big business. We hold council. This is your big break. House. Yeah. We hold council. <laughs> Are all members present? <laughs> I. <laughs> Great. Two. All two <laughs> present. Well, we would be happy for it because I heard Sexy Gandalf, but that's it. Sex again, though? Yeah. yeah. We had a, so the first one was a, what? A, a the, Dylan and Beth. They they own a theater company, one of the oldest theater companies in Colorado Springs. They kind of spearhead it, uh, community theater. And then we had a Tron. 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 Also a radio. Yeah. Classic yeah. rock radio. Uh, he's on uh, KQ. Like. Um. Yeah. He's one of my friend's dads. He's very conservative. He's also a conservative radio host. Wait, Tron. 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 Yeah. Do you think does he call himself would he would he call himself a conservative radio host? Yes. Or is he more like just like he would on the fringe? He would call himself conservative. Conservative. Radio host. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, he also has a cover band in town. Tron the band used to uh, like be around. Yeah, it was interesting. It was fun. We did his. We Charlie asked him to do a, a hot take on the world and politics right now, and it was a good hot yeah. take. It was. He was like, this person's ugly. <laughs> this person. <laughs> exciting it was fun it was great and then we did um the uh, jake jake ironman who is the director of uh mountain equipment recyclers so it's mm-hmm. like camping equipment or bikes yeah they're also working partner with a non-profit called kids on bikes which get kids in the community just on bikes like they take anything they'll take if you have handlebars that are just laying in your garage they'll take it so yeah. they're taking everything and seeing if they can piece bikes together and give them to kids in need 
families in need. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude. And then, uh, and, and then, then we did a city councilwoman, yep. Yolanda Aguila, who's elected. She's the she's a blind first blind city councilwoman mm-hmm. who's elected the city council. And it was wild that she gave us her time. It was yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, that's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can you're just as surprised as us. Absolutely. I just emailed her. She said, yeah. sure. I know. She's wow. great. She was open. Yeah. Brothers in the go. Brothers in the go. Yeah. So, I've been waiting for this call. <laughs> and then we did Carl Brevik, Sexy which is a good friend of mine who's been in the theater community here for a while. And he has been for the past year or two, even when I was in Chicago, he visited me for a bit. He's just been like making the rounds at convention centers. They pay him, they fly him out. They pay him, they loom him. That's his job. He's created his own (laughs) market. Like he just goes to convention centers where there's a room full of 100, 200 people, and he he just becomes J. Jonah Jameson, the angry reporter from Spider Man, who's like, oh, give me a picture of Spider Man. Parker! Yeah. He just plays that guy. He just dresses up and plays that guy. And con- tries to convince an audience why Spider-Man's horrible, and they all yell at him, and he just and he just goes and he just yells back at them, and he does this for like an hour, and they oh, pay him, fine. they pay him, they, they fly him out to do this. It's yeah. hysterical. So he's created his own little market doing that, and it was fascinating to learn about. Yeah, it really was. So he, he came dressed up as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, wait to the to this. Yeah, yeah. We were like Carl. First ten. This is just sound. <laughs> <laughs> came dressed up. This is an audio medium. <laughs> uh, what does sexy Gandalf look like though? I mean, I mean oh I man, Google that. Let right? me see. Oh, you, yeah. I think it's, if you Google it, it comes up with him. Like <laughs> I would imagine. You do? Yeah. I put it on when I post the podcast. Yeah. I put a picture of it. Tony, he's popular. He's popping. Let's have twenty seconds of silence for the listeners while you search it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> look, I just like to. I I just typed in sexy Gand, <laughs> and sexy Gandalf costume is the first hit. Wait, so he has his own, like, whatever he came... Did he invent that? In his... I mean, he like, didn't learn it from anywhere else. He just started being sexy started Gandalf. started doing sexy Gandalf. And now it's like, people, it's, it's taken off. Was it like a Halloween thing? And he's like, everything's sexy. Well, here's Carl. the least sexy thing I could think of. Carl loves costumes. So even before he started doing all of this, I remember in college, October was like... It started off like he would always come dressed to college as a college like 21 22 year old man the whole week of uh halloween was just new costume every day as he started getting into it more into theater more then it was october (laughs) every day in october new costume he was being like characters from buffy he was being characters from he was being indiana jones he had a costume for every day 30 days that's intense it's very intense because I have a hard time coming up with just... Yes, costume. one costume! Yeah. And he usually is bail on that. Yeah, same. I know. Usually, like, I, I think, try to think of something day of, and if I don't, then I don't. Anyways, stop avoiding our hard questions, Steve. Right. <laughs> stop, stop avoiding! I'm ready. It should be noted this is uh, late into Thanksgiving evening. Yes, yeah, absolutely. This is Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, it's our family! Family episode. We're, Full we're, turkey. We've all had cocktails. Mildly drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we I'm don't know what's happening. I'm drinking a beer right now. Uh, Thanks, Carl. We should have asked Jamie what to ask Steve B. Oh my, oh my gosh, Steve, it's hysterical. I work with a girl named Jamie 
who is she's actually like she she did a house show at her house. She brought some musicians from yeah. Seattle. She's like her dream is to be like a band manager. Yeah, she would love to be a band manager. But like when she found out that I was like uh, cousins with you, she was just like, <laughs> "Your cousins with Steve B." Lost her mind. Yeah, yeah. that's terrific. And we love tweeted it. you. Got that a day. fan. We tweeted you that day, and then you. Tweeted yeah. that. Blew her mind. She couldn't handle it. I did have something that I was thinking early today, brother. We gotta bring up with Steve B today. I don't know if it's the time. But there's sexy Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the hat, the beard, and, and the thong. And the thong. And it's thong. And the hairy legs. And he goes around comics like Comic Cons dressed like that, just being sexy Gandalf all day. See, this is when you thought you thought of everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. he did it. Yeah, he beat the system. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> not. I want to beat the system. <laughs> We do need to bring up something very important to Steve B, though. What's that? So, so eh? we and Steve B, we all we, we enjoy a lot of the same music. We, we do. connect. We connect we do. on the bands. It's we like, love seeing live shows. A, every holiday, it's a joy to talk yeah. music with Steve. What's Steve that? listening to? What's Steve listening to? Ooh. But there's one thing we don't agree on, brother. Oh, I got Kanye West. Kanye. <laughs> Steve B doesn't like Kanye. I don't get it. And we love Kanye. We love Kanye. We can't help it. We don't even know why we love Kanye. <laughs> I guess I don't know either. Like, I, when I, here's what I do. What is it? Well, why are you such a hater, Steve? <laughs> here's what I do get. Yeah. I get that a lot of people like Kanye West. <laughs> here's what I do get. Tons of <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I'm sorry. So, actually, you know, it's funny. It's like, you talk about Twitter, and I, I've always meant to, like, start this own, like, thread of, like, Things I don't get. Number one, and I finally did start this. Things I don't get. They know they like come off the top of my head. Like things I don't get, and uh, <laughs> one of those would be Kanye West. Like it does. Don't like, get don't it. Get it. And it's not like I <laughs> it's not. Like, it's not like I don't like hip hop. Yeah. It's not like I don't like. It, well, the, like the the genre. I, mean, I guess that's like I don't even don't like hip hop. Like, but uh. I even gave it a shot. I even like dedicated a whole segment uh, when I was here in, in yeah. Colorado Springs to, to the new album. When uh, which when, one? When the came. Life of Pablo. No, the Jesus. One before that. Uh, yeah, Jesus. And that's a hard one to dedicate. <coughs> Very aggressive. And I really did like go track by track. Like it's just like I don't <sighs> fucking understand. Like, <laughs> It was, you know, it was like four or five songs deep where I was just like, oh, well, okay, Auto-Tune makes its first appearance, which is, you know, I'm not it, but, you know, it really should have come in earlier because it was all so bad. Like, it's like, <laughs> like uh, uh, what was the, what was yeah, see again once Miley drunk, but um, talking about how, um, something about a menage and like a massage. <laughs> oh, the go. French, he's like, hurry up with my damn croissants. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hurry up with my damn croissants. Like, such a bad, like, take. <laughs> like, what is this angle? Don't hurry up with my massage. Like, take your time. Dude. Take your, <laughs> well, that's true. That's a good point. Good point, Steve. That's good. It, 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 I, well, yeah. can I, let me give you an experience. Just, I don't want you to think about this. Okay. Before Jesus came out, I was in Chicago, my first year in Chicago, and I follow Kanye West. Like I was like, man, when's his new album coming out? What art is he gonna make? And all of a sudden, one night, it just on his website, it was a map of the globe, map of the globe with all these red dots for different cities, sixty-six cities around the globe, and it said, click on your city, um, and that's how he's gonna promote his new album. And I was in Chicago, which is his hometown, so I clicked on Chicago, and there's a few other locations. 
And it said, if you end up there, go to this street corner at 11 p.m., there's going to be a, like my new album, like my new songs coming out. And I was like, what is this? And the whole night, he said, this night in 66 cities, this is going to happen. So I rode my bicycle. I rode my bicycle down to the, uh, it, was, um, I can't, it wasn't the Museum of Modern Art, but it was one of the museums in Chicago. And there's tons of kids out. There's tons of people there, 100 kids. Cops are out making sure everyone's cool. And uh, right around like 11 o'clock, right with that, a white van rolls up, just rolls up, open the back doors, projector comes out. They pull out the projector, big speakers. They set it up, they hit the projector. Kanye's face, like he's the Wizard of Oz, is projected on a building. <laughs> one, of the, one of the buildings, and then he just raps. That's his first, one of his singles. It was that, uh, which one was it? Black Skinhead? Not that one. Uh, My mama was born in an arrow. New uh, Slaves. New Slaves. New Slaves was projected onto a building. And it was like 30 feet in the air, giant head. And everyone was like, whoa. Then they packed up and drove away. <laughs> What do you think about that? That's your story to change Steve's mind? <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a great fucking marketing trick. It's like, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's got a fan base. I was just like, even if you don't like his music, you gotta admit that, like, the man has, the man doesn't care what people think about his music. You have to respect that. Like, like oh, he, he makes. He hears a lot. Don't yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> like he could make lot, great lot, pop music. Models, he yeah. could make great pop music, he but he doesn't. Music. He just makes weird stuff. He's uh, weird. I'm well, okay. Like I don't, I don't have some problem. Care, I don't have a problem know? with weird. I don't yeah. have a problem with like. He you, he follows his own artistic compass. He doesn't doesn't follow trends. Well, no, because see that's oh, why he sampled. Trends. That's why he sampled Daft Punk. Because he's following trends. But I, oh I, my god. But that's he, a really good example of how he's bullshit. But, but before, <laughs> before he did that, before he did that, not that many people in the mainstream were listening to Daft Punk. Like, not that many people. Stop. Like, before he did that. Stop. Steve was, but I didn't know who they were. Brother, we're going to just offend okay. Steve. No, no, wait, right. You're right. Steve, bees, wrong. <laughs> you're, you're right in that part. Like, yeah. He brought it to the mainstream. We're exposed to that song, which he literally played, and like went, uh, and like threw some <laughs> fucking lyrics over the top of it. When it and some since When legitimately, like, Three remixes. <laughs> Here's my defense of, I was thinking about this earlier today though. Here's my defense of Kanye. I was just not, this actually, the conversation topic popped in my head because yeah. I was like, don't we miss the days when like, Kanye controversy was why we didn't like celebrities. Like it was kind of quaint when he took the microphone. You're like Kanye, you bad man. And now, now that now that everybody's being like sexually harassing people, and and like the, like Charlie Rose, like eight people's like Charlie Rose is showing me his penis. It's kind of it's like I wish I wish the day when I thought I missed the days when, when the worst things that people didn't like about celebrities was just Kanye going Beyonce. Should have won the music video. Like, I was, yeah, that was a big deal. It's more, it's more quaint. You're right. I, I do appreciate the fact that, at least as far as we know, he's never whipped it out. <laughs> That's the nicest thing Steve's ever said. Right. <laughs> I do like. As far that. as we know, he hasn't shown anyone his penis. Like, I think, like, well, you know, you know not he's got a song about it. He, the whole runway song is, I said this pigeon, this bitchy pigeon up my dick. That's true. Oh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that's one of his lyrics. That's true. Now we know. Yep. Now we know. That's gonna come out. That's he sang about it. They know. 
What if it just comes out that he's been sending girls like just Polaroid pictures of his penis? They're just on Polaroids <laughs> through the mail. <laughs> oh my god! I you know I guess I just don't like have a touchstone to that like rat like in a, in a weird or like antiquated way. It's like I was listening to uh, I don't know how it even came up, but uh, in my mind I was like I'm gonna listen to Midnight Marauders again. I'm like for uh, yeah. like Tribe Called Quest, and I listened yeah. to it, like front yeah. to back, and I was like, God damn, that's so good. That's good. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, did you listen to their new one? I did, uh, yes, and no. Didn't like, like, it. like, like I, I listened to it, and I listened to like a good connection, like a, like a section of it, sure. kind of thing. And I, I'm sure I listened to it like ran one time, kind of thing. But yeah. I didn't really absorb it because, yeah. like, I definitely know Midnight Runners like front to back. It's been a long <laughs> yeah. time since I listened to it, but I listened to it like a week it's, it's ago. Good. The new yeah. one's worth a good listen. It's, it's got. Good. I should go back to it. Because really yeah, it. it is kind of complex. That's. I mean, whenever I listen to a new rap album, too, it usually takes a good five spins for me to really go okay there's a lot to pick out there really is because it's fascinating to me like just in a cultural sense that like the most popular genre of music right now doesn't really have like melody or hooks you know like like cardi b had the number one song and there's no there's no singing in that song like that's it's just all just like that that is weird (laughs) no hooks no hooks like what is it about like it because to, to me like you hear that I wouldn't have heard Bodak Yellow that song and been like this is gonna go straight to the top like it's but like songs like that are getting popular now that are just like really it's true like kind of hard dense rap songs with no hooks no melody just like I don't know it's weird I think I'm not familiar with that I've really oh, it was really? number one in the country well in that format no number one. Well, maybe if I heard it. It was the it was the first. I think it might be in the streaming format though. No, well, it was number one. It was the first number one female rap song since Lauryn Hill in 1999. No, it was number one. Yeah. All right. Well, it bumped off. Maybe I do know, and I'm just it's not like clicking on me right now. Yeah, it was. I don't dance now. I make money moves. (laughs) I don't gotta dance. I make money moves. I was the chorus. Nice. <laughs> no, it was a big deal because she came out of nowhere. And she did. Like, because Kendrick Lamar, the, 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 his single was the first rap song to be number one okay. in like three years. Like the first rap song without a chorus or like just a straight rap. And then she came after that. And I guess that was the first one since Lauren Hill. Oh, that's wild. Can I, on this subject, I want to ask you a question, yeah. Steve. All right, okay. Um, because it seems like pop radio has been adopting hip hop quite a bit. Um, what do you think rock music or even alternative rock? Mm. What do you? I guess what do you think it's lacking, or what do you think it needs to do to to be as exciting? Well, I honestly, I, I don't think. All right, so alternative covers a, a broad. Yeah, stuff. sure, absolutely. Stuff. It really does. So alternative music across the country, you'll find certain areas suffering. Yeah. is thriving right yeah and uh certain uh like denver is thriving right? i believe like, that yeah atcl like channel 93 is unquestionably like the number one alternative rock station in the country cool uh, that's awesome and but the but the reason is when you think of like the alternative landscape if you look at everyone's different playlists mm-hmm. it all changes it's all different mm-hmm. um so if you find a, a station say in houston that's uh or kansas oh. city or like that they made their version of alternative rock music. It's a it's lot of biters, and it's like yeah. like throwing some disturbed and like, like <laughs> sure. everything's like that. 
Uh, or you have like uh, our flavor of it, which is, yeah, of course you play Food Fighters as well, but we're also gonna like lean on uh, Imagine Dragons, or we're gonna lean on some like new stuff maybe you haven't heard of before. Um, back to what we talked about, like the fact that it is a heritage station, which means it's been around for a very long time. It's yeah. been around since the 60s, and so it's kind of ingrained in a lot of people. It's not a new kid on the block. Yeah. Is you got a lot of people new and old listening to it, so you have people who grew up listening to yes. it that are like, uh, you know, like 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 me. You know, I think I, I first time I ever heard a Sublime song was on like uh, KTCL, and like so it like it has roots with me mm -hmm. uh, to begin with. But then there's also like it's an alternative. We aim for eighteen to thirty four, so that's like the 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 target market that right. we go for. But at the same time, um, so, so you're saying like the market like alternatives doing well. It's just it's not condensed in like one artist or one big thing. No, because alternative is such a broad umbrella. Yeah. And so, yeah. So you're um, saying it's too spread out, but but as like a broad thing, it's really popular. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, I feel like the last. At least since like 2010, 2011, um, alternative radio has been the breeding ground for pop music, for like top 40. Yeah. And, and you'd find that uh, a really stark example of that would be AWOL Nation's Sale. Yeah, that's true. Like that song. That song started. That song was the bomb, bomb though. It <laughs> is. So obviously, an alternative rock radio like song yeah. to begin with. Yeah. It's like this weird. So weird. But like you watch the video, I remember the first time mm -hmm. I watched that, I was just like, was that let's, <laughs> yeah let's do it again like, yeah <laughs> um but who can imagine that like a year later that that's going to be the number one top like i don't know if it was top four so there's all these different well like, even like lord started out kind of as an lord was a yeah, number definitely oh, she was so she was the number one alternative first number one alternative female artist since tracy bonham and like that whoa mid 1990s no so, that's crazy um it and is. of course now she is straight up pop like to right. the point so she's selling out arenas there's a weird like uh dichotomy with that music where say for example is it like is, is it only pop once it becomes to a certain level of popular it depends on who's playing first yeah like, so yeah <laughs> so animal nation is one of those that obvious alternative like yeah started with that and it grew to the next thing you know is the number one um artist in chr with his uh which is like a rhythmic format so yeah like a, a, a basically a pop like thing so it was the number one pop song because it was popular mm -hmm. and i remember i was working at the time for a, a westwood one thing up with like like inner like a, um, a national format that they broadcast like around the country and it was the chr thing like yeah. i was just like super frustrated like the, the PD of the time just being like listen to this shit you know that like that's <laughs> like look, look, look at our top three and it was like number one was AWOL Nation Sale <laughs> number two was like Taylor Swift yeah and like number three was like Florida Georgia Line with Nelly you know it was, <laughs> it was horrible like, like, <laughs> sounds great to me so that said I've always said since around that time, I didn't think of that, you think of like Mumford and Sons and like other weird stuff that definitely started with alternative mm -hmm. that grew in the Lord is a great example as well. And it started and it's, <laughs> and it's that way today. And um, yeah. here's another artist that's like even very if you're familiar with him, uh, as a very specific example is that John Bellion. Um, oh, really? Okay, so he had a, a 
big hit in uh, the name escapes me on the song in uh, top forty. Mm-hmm. It became top forty. Became a big thing. It came to alternative first, but we kind of passed on it. We're like, I don't know. It like it sounds good. It's kind of in our wheelhouse, but it was like just outside. You know, it didn't make the cut. Like I said, there's so yeah. much, only so much room that we have in our flavor. Yeah, we're uh, curating like that. Yeah. Um, it didn't, and it became huge. And then the record companies would circle back to you, like, "Are you sure?" And they were like, "Well, now we can't." Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, so just followed. We're not an alternative yeah, anymore. Like, yeah, it has to start here and yeah. then go there. It can't go the other way around. Yeah. Um, and it's you know it's in in like the Broadway that seems weird. Be like, "Well, it's on Beige Flair." No, no, it can't go. It can't because you have, a, you have to way. play to your market. Okay. Yeah, and your it audience. has to start with us and then become. Big, and then you can um, still kind of play it. Twenty One Pilots. That's another great example. Yeah. Too. Like uh, a band that one of the biggest bands in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that doesn't matter what format you're in. Top mm-hmm. movie for sure. It all started with alternative. Yeah. Um, that's how things become like. That's like the term crossover hit. I read an interesting article yes. once where like crossover hits because different radio stations used to play to different markets. Like, so, like, only a certain audience would listen to the soul radio station, and then that, they would make one song really popular, and that would cross over, yeah. and that doesn't exist as much anymore, because now, like, the soul charts aren't determined by soul radio stations with a specific audience, soul charts are determined by, like, uh, what songs are labeled soul by, like, record companies, so whereas before, soul audiences, like, the top artist would be, like, Whitney Houston, right. now the top artist is always, like, Justin Timberlake, because the specific soul audience wouldn't listen to him, but like he is the top artist labeled soul. Right. So there's not as many crossover artists, if that makes sense. Because like it used to be like a specific market would make one person really popular and then they would test it out in other markets. Whereas now it's all just kind of one big giant pile of trash. And we have to sort it through. We have to sort through to see what we like. Which is why radio stations are so important, I think. Because so there's important. still, there's still yeah, especially a, when you have a relationship with your local audience as yes. well. Like when you're doing stuff like yeah. uh, bringing in local bands and everything. I think that's probably uh, the most important thing radio stations can do, I think, for community and everything. You're right. You're, you nailed it. Like That's yeah. exactly where uh, all of our power comes from in any way, is local people being able to connect with us to be like, right. this is our radio station, this is my radio station. Yeah. And we do that with... Um, not only like the home the holidays and playing local bands and having a local feature and everything uh-huh. on, on the Sunday nights, doing a ton of events uh, that we do and like that's the, the music events we do, big gig and not so silent night and kegs and eggs and like sure. all the local things that we do to, to, to do and we do it in a in a genuine way like we're not doing this because we think we're it's going to help us right sure we go to, we do it because we fucking love it like we're yeah all, like we're that's all like got we're local business. musicians yeah. you know yeah. like. Let's hang out with the musicians. Let's like see what they're about. What's going yeah. on around us? It's I awesome. Like, like, well, hey, you know, I can't speak for me, but I can say like everyone that works there uh, are super genuine in their love for like the community and like cool. Denver and yeah. Colorado in general. Like, super proud of where we're from. Cool. Uh, Nerf, who's the boss and the, the PD of the whole thing. You Nerf. Know, he's, he's Nerf. You know, born and raised. Shout out to Nerf. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nerf. Yeah. Shout out to Arbitron. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and that's actually, um, I think, a big part with alternative radio as well. I, I, I went to Chicago um, a yeah. few years ago for a, uh, it's called Morning Show Boot Camp. Where you, like, you learned about all these different... Did you meet everybody? Did you meet Sway? 
Uh, <laughs> Did you meet any yeah, morning show like, celebrities? In a way, yeah. Like you know, there weren't celebrities to me because it's like not people I listen to, but like syndicated. Like yeah, uh, you gotta check out Sway. Okay, you know about Sway in the morning. I know, I know the name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he's like the big hip hop dude in. Sway in the morning. He's a staple. He's been. He's in L A. Isn't he? Is he in L A. I think so. Either L A. New York. It's like the one all the hip hop artists come through and they do a freestyle. They're like, you can go on YouTube, Sway's freestyle in the morning. Yeah. And like, Drake will be freestyling on Sway. Yeah. And then everyone will be like, years. man, Drake's freestyle on Sway was whack. I don't like him anymore. It's fun. But that was like a thing I learned when I was out there was about like, with 90% of everything that was there is all about top 40 that like morning show morning sure. zoo kind of like yeah. stuff where they like uh-huh. talk a ton and it didn't really connect with me a lot because I was like I don't like, yeah don't that's do not that. our culture you know, we play a lot yeah. of music we don't they'd be like if you're playing more than two songs an hour you're losing kind of thing I'm like eh, well man like, it was wild like even living in Chicago I couldn't believe it's just something you don't think about like mm-hmm. when you're living in one city but like how radio culture changes city to city because being in Chicago you turn on like like pop radio or you turn, it's just it's completely different songs and sounds yeah. than when you're in like Denver. True. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, and I, it's fascinating to me because you think, at least I, I felt that way, you think that it's just going to be the same. You're like, it's pop radio. People are listening to us around the country. But then when you travel city to city, it's like the radio is so different. Yeah. It's dynamically different. Than it's, and it, it, it's same with every format. Like, other yeah. Than, um, well, alternative changes a lot. Like, uh, 40 doesn't change a ton because it is sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, even the CHR, like the, the rhythmic stuff from like like country, the station yeah. to station. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I was there, it was, at this boot, it was like a seminar. Mm-hmm. Like they had all these different things. And while I was there, I was like, well, like I'm going to go to everything. Like I'm, and I'm paid to be here, so I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to right. and radio. Yes. <laughs> like everything. So one of the things I went to that I thought about skipping was the country. Yeah. Because I don't like country music. And sure. I don't like I don't I don't like radio country music. So yeah. Like I like there's you a lot of stuff that I really like that isn't, you know, like yeah. Jason Isbell, Sturgill Simpson and yeah, stuff like cool. that. It's fucking awesome. But yeah. Um but I went to it anyway and it was interesting to listen about their formats and one of the things that I took away from is different from top forty is when they're talking about their style, is they're like, No, we're playing nine or ten songs an hour, okay. That speaks to me versus like whatever. Sure. We're t- when we talk we're talking about the music and we're talking about the lifestyle and we're talking about it in a genuine fashion where if you don't like the music that you're playing it's gonna come through you're gonna get sniffed out sure and don't do it like if like don't, don't like if do you it. don't like country music don't try to like host right. a country music show for no okay? for sure and uh and that spoke to me too where it's like wow you just interchange alternative rock with like country music with this right. it would be yeah. the same way because the people that listen to our station are generally passionate about music like we push live music like that's our big thing that's why we have these big shows cool when yeah. you go to those conventions are you like ah those the there's the country radio guys stay away from them there's the metal guys there's the metal <laughs> table there was very little, there was very little rock at all oh really yeah you're just alone interesting and mostly I mean, because that it's like when, it, when I do a show like in you know like mine I don't do we don't do a lot of you know weenie in the butt like a, a zero actually it's just me like <laughs> talking about it you know it's like if I have a break I'm talking for like 20-30 seconds about some random right. shit you know yeah. like if, if I really get into something I'm talking for like two minutes 
and it's usually nonsense and yeah. it's usually there's an art to that though to like be casual and engaging and funny in 30 seconds oh there certainly is yeah and i actually <laughs> actually i learned that in the world of uh chr by top 40 yeah i did that for a short time yeah uh, alice i worked for them for a year and a half uh doing overnights yeah oh, and good. it was live like one of the last like live overnights wow it was doing in denver like that and uh, my boss at the time who's now one of the big bosses at iheart like out of boston um his thing when he hired me he's just like i need someone who can entertain me in seven seconds yeah. and i was gonna like <laughs> dance steve yeah, yeah. <laughs> well there's my dance but he's like no nah, i mean it like, he's, like, <laughs> I mean, he's like you gotta say alice 1059 mm-hmm. twice because you gotta say it the first thing you say and the last thing you say and then you got to say something meaningful in between. And the only time I had to speak was the ramp of a song, which was the time from when the music starts till the lyrics begin. Yeah. And so and there were only so many times. Sometimes you would have seven seconds like to say yeah. something, and sometimes you would have twenty seconds. You're like, oh my god, you talk forever. But you really like have to train yourself to be able to like, okay, I'm practicing this. Okay, and I write still... stuff down and like. Oh, okay. Now I, I don't need. I don't need to do. Could you could you right now if I asked you to do a quick ten second tag for Brothers on the Go? We're interviewing Steve B. What would you well, do? Yeah, like I'm kind of drunk right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're to Steve B. I'm a little drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, even if, even if I am like doing something like that, I still have like a few minutes to prepare. Like, sure, like, okay, yeah, prep a little bit. All right, and I'm usually by myself, which helps, which is nice. Yeah, 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 like, yeah Okay, because yeah. you can sit there and just focus, do nonsense by yourself. So do you prefer, this is kind of off topic, I guess, but do you prefer doing, because um, you have to do a lot of events, like live yeah. live events, versus being in the studio, playing music and yeah. chatting a little bit. Do you have a preference? No, I like both. I like, and, and, and I think that's me. Yeah. Uh, just because, have you ever taken one of those tests that like, decide whether you're an introvert or an extrovert? Yeah. Right in the middle? I'm right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> that makes every time, yeah. So cool. I do enjoy... Like doing stuff like that, yeah, here and there. But I also like enjoy being by myself. Nice Good. place to be in the middle. It yeah. is, yeah. Tightrope. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like and I did the I did the the partner thing when I was here. Yeah, for she like, still like, does that, right? Yeah, she still yeah. Does, yeah. That's who you came to Chicago with, right? You came with. Oh uh, yeah, cool. Right and uh, and she's awesome. And and as far as like having a partner, she's. She's just alone now, right. though, right? Yeah, she's solo now. I Which is probably the way you really. I should noticed do they it. tried to put her with someone. There was a lot of movement. And then, and then like, for a week, I was like, new guy with Koba's weird. And then the next week, he was just gone. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> cool. Not the only one that thought that. Cool. <laughs> well, it's tough, you know? There's, like, a chemistry yeah. thing you have to with. Yeah, absolutely. With, yeah. But I think there's, like, a, when it comes to, like, having a... And someone has to drive. Like, someone mm-hmm. has to, like, come right. up with the topics and be like, here's what we're going to do. And, like, here's how we're going to do it. Um, but then again, when I worked with her, it was mostly, like, okay, I'd have everything go in and be like, Here's what we're going to talk about, but we didn't. I didn't map anything out yeah. because she was pretty easy to bounce with. Yeah, she was pretty laid back and Great. Like cool and like a good laugher. And <laughs> um, That's nice. It would be hard to do a job like that with somebody that you're just like this. Every it would day. Hard. It'd be so oh, miserable if you couldn't. If you didn't have a good partner, I told her many times. I was like, oh, it'd be God. so hard if you sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah, that's a, that was lucky. That's my only time I've actually had to work with a partner. Like, yeah. Anything. Uh, because most of the time, honestly, it is easier to 
Because I know how I want to present something in my head. Like, yeah. It's like, I know how I want it to go down, and if it's horrible, it's all on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know yeah, and you know how to save it if it's bad. Like, you usually... Or if I don't, it'd be like, still, it's all on me. It's like, I, I don't yeah. have to, like, be at the end of the race and the mic and be like, oh, yeah, well, I could imagine that being the case, and I hear that actually. I hear that from other people, and I yeah. have forever where you know people cry on my shoulder about like ah, this thing. I don't know. This is not working out. Yeah, yeah it's the worst. Uh, because you have to deal with that. For, there is not another situation. Like there are very few jobs where you have to sit in a room with one other yeah. person yeah. and have and be entertaining public conversations with them yeah, for recorded four conference. hours at a time. <sighs> So. It's, a, it's a weird job. It yeah. is. <laughs> sometimes when you zoom out and think about it's like as a music teacher, sometimes like even just standing there, like teaching a kid how to move a trombone slide, I'm like, what other person in the world has to uh, go faster slides, guys? <laughs> well, snap those slides. It's not fast enough. Here's your job is uh, <laughs> like is you have to stand in front of how many kids at a time? We're usually about thirty some. Thirty. All right, thirty some kids. Yeah. Who are looking at you Ugh, and judging yeah. you yes. every day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, like if you, you can't wear the same shirt twice in a row, because mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna point that out. Yeah. Mister uh-huh. Matthews is wearing the same clothes. <laughs> Some days you just gotta throw them for a loop so they don't know who you are. Like I remember, there's a couple days where I just had a bad mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and then every, in every class, so I was like, "Nice to see you guys, Mister Mister Matthews has a bad mustache this week. <laughs> He's feeling goofy. And watch out, anything can happen this week." And they'd be like, "What? Huh?" And then the whole class, instead of doing weird things, they're just like, "Mister Matthews does. That was this guy. That's actually that. pretty good. It's good. Keep throwing stones. Yeah, you gotta yeah. throw them off." Yeah. No, I've, I've thought about that with teachers plenty of times. It's like, there, 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 there was a strategy to with, throwing with them off. With me, like, sure, I'm talking to, like, whatever, 100,000 people, but, like, for a few seconds, no one sees me. Yeah. Like, and I walk away. But for you, you're there for an hour, and they're just looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole time, judging you. I yeah. Make them having conversations things. about you. Yeah. And you leave. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's true. That's and you true. can sometimes you have to change a seating chart, because, like, there's a weird group that you can try, like, that group just does a collective bonds over not liking me. So then you gotta you gotta blast them into the orbit around other people that like I strategy. I'm like, well, this person likes me, so I have to put this kid next to that person. It's weird. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> that's what I do. Oh, that's, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. You you notice things when you're with, around kids. For sure. But you gotta throw them off. In Fort Moore, I used to teach high school. I used to do a lot weirder things because it's like high school. You need like. I used to, but I remember I used to sit down. Like, as they came out, I used to still sit down or lay down on the ground. Oh. And they'd be like, what, what are you doing? I'd be like, laying down. I'm tired. <laughs> they'd be like, what? Is, are we having class? Yes, go in, class. <laughs> like, what? Huh? Just, I was like, and I was talking to my teacher friends. I'm like, you guys, you guys have to lay down in the hallway. Nothing throws off a kid like seeing their teacher lay down in the hallway. <laughs> it like it like changes their whole life. Their okay? whole day's different. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's awesome. <laughs> that actually is the the cornerstone to like firing a, a creative process is to do something, something weird. different. Yeah. yeah something like, weird. Just to like it's do great. something crazy. Like to like be okay. That was out of you know strange. And my that's why I have a fun department this year, and we're doing because I've been telling them like you guys. I think like goofiness helps me, like makes my day better. So we have weird theme days. I'm like everybody go out and buy a paisley shirt. It's gonna be paisley shirt day in the performing arts hall, and then and then all the classes come in. I go, 
everybody tell all the other teachers, nice pieces of shirt, it's pieces of shirt day. And they're like, it's going well. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Fun to have weird. You gotta be weird. Got to. I think we need some hot takes from Steve B before we go. Hot takes? What do we need hot takes? Hot takes. Steve B, the top two, top two artists that are rising. Who's Ooh. the two rising artists? Uh, well, rising <laughs> isn't the right word because I feel like they've already gotten there. Even though, yeah. even though it took them a really long time. Yeah. And it was funny because I actually like tweeted them a picture of us back in 2011 at RSP. Cool. It was uh, Portugal's man. Yes. Oh, yeah. They were at the American Music Awards. I, <laughs> I saw them play. They were amazing. They were like the goofiest, like eight albums deep, motherfuckers. Like, they are. Like, yeah. Like, like that just, they're like almost Modest Mouse-like, but never quite. Modest Mouse it. never got to wherever they were. Like, yeah. Were, like, In terms of weirdness, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, that's huh. funny because that's like my favorite band in the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who is, you know, Float On is the song that everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're. For me, the twentieth best. Like, oh, like, for sure, absolutely, yeah, sure, yeah. But like, like those guys are just like, it's so funny. Like they're just such weirdos. Did like, you see their performance awesome. at the AMAs? I did not. It's funny. It opened like the big, huge electronic screen behind them at the AMAs. It opened with just a big phrase that said, uh, "No computers up here, just live instruments." Right. Then they played, and then at the very end, it was quick, same letters, it said, we're going to be at this particular bar, drinking, come hang out. <laughs> I was like, whoa, bold well, move. They that is bold. Like, it's it's cool. Thing where they like, randomly like, Instagrammed a, 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 a Rolling Stone article about them recently, and it cool. was like some woman who basically was ripping on him, saying they were all like computer music, and it was like... Their whole thing was just like, all right, don't personally attack this writer, but we're like bringing this out just to be like, did you even know, like, do you even listen to us? Like, do, yeah. you, like, do you know anything about us? And that's, and that's their whole take is that they oh, don't, you, they, they're all like live musicians. And that's they, funny. And uh, they actually have been making really great music for, for a long time. Yeah. Long it's time. been a little bit inaccessible. Yeah, uh-huh. like, absolutely. For, for, uh, you know, but like, I actually think it's crazy that they're on the MAs. Like, I think it's crazy. Something about what they did with this last album, uh-huh. stuff, which is connected. Like, yeah, is like the you know the hipsters who have loved them forever seem to hate it. You know, <laughs> yeah. because it's whatever. But man, I thought it was so terrific. Like, yeah, I haven't listened. I'll check it out. Oh my goodness, cool. Woodstock. Yeah, it's the, the first song is fine, but like after that, just off cool. the rails. Oh, I'm excited. Right. That'll yeah. be fun. Cool. Um, Next, another rising artist, right, Steve. Fine. Oh, okay. Hot takes. Now I gotta get. I gotta. You gotta give me a think for a minute because I just want to. Like, Five. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I want to come up with something new. Yeah. That, uh, is, is maybe a moment of silence for Steve. All right. Here's uh here's one for sure. Even though again, Rising is another one of those bands that's kind of been around for a little bit and mostly in like the hippie jam band circuit kind of thing. Is yeah. a band called Moon Taxi. Whoa. And they have been, you know, like I think we mentioned Revivalists earlier, mm-hmm. where they're just like kind of one of those bands that have been making really good live music for uh, cool. many years. Like they're definitely known, like that's what they do. Um, Revivalists had their song that came out, uh, uh, Wish I Knew You. Moon Taxi is another one called Too High, but I think they're just like such a good live act that maybe it's going to take this song. There's a song called Too High. Yeah. Out, and it's super catchy. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm sure it's, I, I love when bands that are known for their live shows, but just haven't connected yeah. in a radio way is, is like 
finally catch fire in some way. Right? Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's it's fun and you know it's like they earned it. You feel like they earned it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the thing. Like, they uh they you know they pay their dues. They yeah. Do it that way. It's like Nathaniel Rateliff like that is yeah, terrific. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 he's actually uh, a guy that he's actually changed his direction. Yeah. We saw him open for Jessica Lee Mayfield, who was right. also not right. popular. Yeah. But he opened for her in Boulder yeah. when I was in high school. And it was like beautiful soft. It was just his. Like, yeah. And I'm sure it was, a, yeah, let me say like a solo yeah. music. Kind yeah. Of like, yeah, it was. And then he had the night sweats and now he's like screaming. He was at Bonnaroo. I went to Bonnaroo. He was like one of the top bill acts. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I cool. saw you open for Jessica Lee yeah. Mayfield. <laughs> Well, I think it'd be, he played somewhere, like, even when the spring season, no one knew how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Really, yeah. Nathaniel Ratliff. Yeah. Um, and he has a really interesting story, too, like, huh. where, as far as, like, where he, he came from Missouri, um, oh. originally, and, oh. <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> well, we don't like him. Skip, skip him. <laughs> you know, where he, like, came up in this, like, household where he was, they were very, uh, I don't know if it was necessarily evangelical, but, like, he went to church a lot. Yeah. Sure. And, um. He was like at church one time when he was, he was younger, maybe he was like early teens, and they were waiting, you know, for something. And like the pastor came out and was like, uh, Nathaniel, and like, Mom, can you come back here? Kind of thing, too. And his dad actually died in a car accident on the way to church, oh. like, or something. And so he has like this, like, kind of like, whoa, wow, you know, it's 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 yeah. story about yeah. it. Um, but yeah, he's one of those guys who's just been plugging along forever. Like Absolutely. At, at a certain yeah. level. And you see that a lot in, in Denver, yeah. and I'm sure in Colorado yeah. Springs as well, where yeah. there's these guys that just kind of like have their thing. And yeah. They're doing it like, uh, let's see, uh, Rob Drapkin's another guy up in, up in yeah. Denver who's just like super talented. Kind of got one song to pop a little bit last year. And you really just like kind of root for them. And it, you root yeah. for those, those people because they're doing what they do and is in an artistic way and they're making a living doing it. And you're hoping that they, you know, it's not always about becoming like rich and famous, but it's about. I want like, you to keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. They, they're a For genuine you, talent. Yeah. Like they're a genuine talent and you go, I want you yeah. to keep doing it. Like what you like to see though, is to see that, you know, like you mentioned, I got, I got a couple girls too. It's like, I'd, I'd love to be able to tell them or like nieces and nephews and stuff to be like if you love to do something go ask grandpa steve about this <laughs> <laughs> not even that because <laughs> i feel like that was something that was you know when i was raised yeah. it was if you have talents you're gonna be able to make a living off of it or but something. i was never told that like yeah. i was you know i was raised in a very traditional household where it's just like well that was never pushed on me like mm-hmm. it was always like uh you know I, I did drama and stuff like that in high yeah. school but it was always treated as a it's a thing, hobby. A thing a, you're doing over there, sure. too. And, and, you know, and, and I feel that way that's true about both you guys, too. It's like, if there's something that you really like to do, you just need to know that, yeah, you can do that. Like, you can do that. And I mean, it, there are obviously levels that you'll be able to attain and, yeah. like, your own... Um, it, it's, it's, all, it's, it's not a crapshoot, necessarily, because it's all about the work you put in. We were discussing yeah, earlier, can too. Be, you can know, be, for me too as, a, as like a teacher it's also about like because a lot of kids are like you you think like are you going to play oboe after high school maybe not yeah. but a lot of kids are like well how am I going to use this after high school like that's a big thing to them right because they're only thinking about college yeah. they're not thinking about like also you can learn a skill that makes life more enjoyable they're not thinking about that but it's also I like to think about now as like but it's also like you're experiencing life right now as children, you're experiencing life. And like, 
play the oboe right now. Yeah. Just yeah. just for right now. Just just because it's cool yeah. right now. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's great. I like experience that. art right now. Like that that's what it's for. It's just True. for for experiencing it. That's yeah. actually awesome. I mean, it, it, but beyond that too, I also think that if you love the oboe, you can keep doing it too. Yeah. Oboe, mm-hmm. You can make a living playing the oboe. Like, yeah. Well, that's that the too. kids. Kids are always like, "Well, why?" And I'm like, "But like, you you keep doing it just because, because like it's a it's an experience to do. And it will it's take fun. you on a very different and strange journey. You'll meet weird people. Like I would have never moved to Chicago if I didn't want to act or learn about sketch comedy. I would have never gone out there. But just following that dream let led me to many different experiences. Yeah. It didn't even involve acting, like being a mover or working at Groupon. Uh, whether I had fun doing those right, things yeah. or not, but I had these were experiences that really did enrich my life, and like I learned a lot doing them. And I never would have experienced them if I hadn't followed that inclination to just learn about your craft. Yeah. Like if you want to learn how to make money playing the oboe. That's going to lead you down a very different road, very yeah. weird path than yeah. like making boats. And I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like that's something that's like left out sometimes in, yes. in like American society because like a capitalist-driven society where yeah. it's like the arts are sometimes. At My trade. mentor in college was always like, "People want to their children to have a capitalist education. They want everything right. what they what they do to their they want the product to be money." But he's like, "But that's not really education. Like education is life." Yeah, it needs to be life. I mean, there, there's a need for that. <laughs> Absolutely, if you fulfill that need. There's going to be a, a, something for you along the way, and so if it's something that you love, you should pursue it uh, as much as you can. Because they, yeah, and because why not? It's the same thing as it's the same thing as it is with you know music as it is with like sports. I've always thought that like for example, uh, like if you're a college basketball player, you should be able to major in basketball. Like that sure. should be a lecture. Sure, sure. the history. The, you do sure, absolutely. You should be able to take classes yeah. that like teach you about like sports management and like all the yeah. things that you'll yeah. need to know. Coach, so it's like even if you fail as like a, a forward, you still have your sports management background, or you right. still have your like physical therapy yeah. background. And the time you spend in practice should be like credit hours towards whatever you're doing because it's yeah. a thing. And so that's true. Yeah, that's like that, a, it, sure. It's not necessarily in the same lane All right. as arts, but it's like, I feel like anything. I'll write academia. Yes. Send them a letter. Write them. Dear academia. All right. More hot takes, DB. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> quick, quick. Two artists that need to go away. Overplayed. Oh. Get out of the rotation. <laughs> I saw it coming. <laughs> Who else? Uh, I don't know. If, like that's kind of a loaded question because as we just discussed, like art is art, and that's like subjective. Yeah, that's up true. to be. Well, what makes you? What's just a, one more? One more artist that makes you feel Steve like Kanye B. West. Ugh. Is there another artist that you like? Uh, Kanye West. I mean, like, like Bieber falls in that. Bieber yeah. too. Right. Like, where I get it, like I get the you know, but like he is not creating what is being presented like he's a figurehead for that sure and so but that that said it's still something that people enjoy it's entertainment when it comes down to it and it's funny when it comes to someone like Bieber specifically where you know he's been around what, 10 years like not not even sure. maybe that much but let's just say let's just use that as a, a yeah. of time like so he started doing this and the only people that loved him were like you know 13 year old teeny boppers that mm-hmm. were like so enamored by that who are now like 
mid twenties or like early twenties, like people who are still like, yes, I want to do that. And so if you fast forward in time, like say for example, they're talking about like you know Backstreet Boys are like doing their thing, and new kids on the block are like, oh yeah, kind of thinking around, and now you got like the, you know, the thirty and forty year old women that are like going out to like like see this dude thing because it like is a touchstone in their lives and uh-huh. like, they really enjoy what they did even if it was manufactured bullshit uh-huh. um, even if it's a sar- like a sarcastic song that you liked in high school yeah like, it's, it's like, a guilty pleasure it. yeah you know, kind of thing so yeah. um, the the stuff that you are annoyed with now or I'm annoyed with now because it's being treated as um, like legitimate art <laughs> like yeah. whatever or like that's competing with other people who I think are legitimate artists uh, for the same space, you can't. I, I don't know. I can't. I guess I can't hate on that. It, All right. Because it's it's you know it's, it's, it's heard just, here first. But at the same time, only hates Kanye. <laughs> I guess so. Why <laughs> 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 you mention it? <laughs> All right. So then Kanye West and Bieber can go, uh, and then Portugal, 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 the man, and who else? You said Moon Taxi. Moon Taxi. Okay. Our, our thumbs up. Yeah. Hot takes. Uh, what other hot takes can we get? I was thinking, uh, who? What's the most pleasant experience you've had meeting like an artist or somebody cool? And what's the least pleasant experience? Uh, okay. Um, there's a bunch of both. So let me take a second to to think about oh, that. Silence for Steve. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, okay. <laughs> meeting or just like talking to? Because I would have to say that there's been. All right. The worst interview slash, I guess, in, in a lot of ways, like like person, and in, in, in not just my own, but like other people's experiences, um, Rome of Sublime. Oh, Rome. yeah. So, <laughs> Good. <laughs> I mean, I've interviewed him once on the phone where I swear he was like doing the dishes or something. In the <laughs> We're just like, Wait, do you know what? like I'm not, I'm never going to air this, by the way. You're really bothering me, like whatever you're doing right now. And this is pretty, like, <laughs> maybe, like the third time I talked to him, and like another time was at Riot Fest years ago, and like I was like waiting for a Sublime interview, and this interview was gonna be one where we not only like aired it, but we like film it. We're gonna be up on stage, like to the crowd that was gonna be at Riot Fest, and it was like come here for this, and so this guy's Sublime was Rome, and like they're like insisting they needed to wait and wait and wait. So some dude came, and we're back behind the stage, like here area. Some dude comes screaming up in a golf cart. He was like running out, like fumbling through his pockets, and like pulls out like these big joints, and they like light it, and start smoking it, and they're like, "Yeah, we can go." And I'm going up there, and I like smoking joints on stage, you know, like passing them around me too, and just completely ignoring my questions. Like the whole idea was like they're trying to shock people. They're like, they're like, "You're in Colorado, man. Like we're like, fucking legal here. Like you are not shocking anyone right now. You're just being weird." Like, <laughs> So, like, it's like, it's You're not just I, being weird. Like I don't despise. Like I obviously wouldn't care if someone's like smoking a joint on stage. Or, like well, for sure. whatever reason. But they were literally like I could tell they were doing it for like the shock factor. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like sublime. Yeah, look at me. I'm so red. We're like it's like not like every. We had one oh. hit. 20 years ago! Like there's a bunch of people smoking joints out in front yeah. of you. Like, right smoke your, <laughs> just smoke your joint and answer my questions. Yeah. Like, chill out and interview. <laughs> and then there was another, like, in that same moment, like, I wasn't there for it, but uh, Bailey, my coworker, was interviewing him at a Red Rocks thing that they had. Um, and they talked about how, like, 
he said something about how their fans or something is like, yeah, well, someone died trying to sneak in last night, and it literally someone did die falling from the rocks the night before, um, but they were actually at the Yonder Mountain String Band concert, like, yeah, like yeah. so it was like some tragic thing that happened. It was just like. Just joking about it. What? What are you talking what? about? No, okay. someone did die, and they weren't trying to come to your concert. So. <laughs> like weird. Um, so yeah, so that's the so room. I, I don't Rome. know if that's Rome. put him on the blacklist, brother. Done. Yeah. He was already kind of there for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like them on the the name bothers me. Um, like you don't you don't call Genesis with Phil Collins Genesis with Phil Collins. Nah. It's just Genesis. <laughs> just be part of the band. Why are you yeah, with Rome? It's, it's like. Thing. <laughs> Maybe, um, could be. You know, top of mind when it comes to like pleasant experiences, yeah. there's been a bunch. Yeah. Like what you'll find in general is that, you know, musicians they get put on a pedestal it's for one be, reason or another. Yeah. Like that, but in general, like they're all just dudes and promoters. Yeah. You know, they 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 just want to hang. I mean, there's a few that get inflated heads for one reason sure. or another, but like most of them, are really actually not only down to earth, but like pretty re- relieved when you just want to shoot the shit with them too like i always try to like throw a few just off the record questions just like bullshit with them for a while first and like maybe you know like, hey i was thinking about asking you this what do you think like good yeah. thing you know just and most of them respond or are just like really like cool like that you know right. like, ask them about their instruments and stuff they always <laughs> like that um but one of the more um like eye-opening or at least like all right, so I was talking to Reverend Horton. Yeah. And this was at a... Um, and I was, I was discussing, if you're Reverend Horton, he tours a lot. Not as much yeah. lately, but there were times in his career where they're playing 300 shows a year. And everyone Ooh. knows, like, you know the name. You know Reverend Horton? He's yeah. Like, he's always at the, the drive by the black sheep. There's the right. name. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> Warrior Dash. Shows. I was at Warrior Dash up in the mountains. Really? And here it is. Reverend Horton, he playing the Warrior Dash. Yeah. yeah. And so I asked him, you know, just like... It, you know, it, was, it wasn't a very hard-hitting question at all. It was just kind of like, man, he played a lot of shows. First off, like, when I was talking to him, like, I'd throw something out there, and he was so easy to pick it up and just, like, talk about something. So I never even had to, like, resort to questions that I had thought about because he would just, like, talk and talk and talk in such a natural fashion. And a late, so next thing you know, you're just having a conversation with yeah. the guy. Like, he wasn't just, like, question-answer guy. But I had asked him, I said, why do you play, you know, what is it? You know, what drives you? Why are you out there playing so many shows, like, every year? And I really did expect the, because my fans love it, I love playing the music, you know, like, that kind of a, like, a general answer. That's really what I expected. But instead, he said, I'm afraid people will forget about me. Oh, and it was kind of like, oh, you know, like <laughs> my heart's heat, man. He is like dressed to the nines, you know. He's looking sharp, sixty-year-old man, whatever it is. Like, and you know, about to do his thing, go tear it up. And it was a really honest answer, I thought. When, sure. You know, when I think about that with other bands that are touring and touring and touring to like the, you know, when you you, you see them, you're like, why are you even still out here? Kind of <laughs> you know, and I think about that answer, which is like, I'm afraid people will forget about me. A real answer. Yeah, it is. And he's just kind of like, sometimes bands stop touring and people do. do yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just fight, you know, if it was yeah. a Reverend Horton Heat thing too. Yeah. Uh, so as far as like a good experience, I'll always remember that answer right because it was like just like super honest. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Well, well, well. I think I feel like we've reached uh, the end. Yeah. The end. 
wrap it up. Do you think you can do a tag? Just say. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm gonna do two seconds of silence and just go for it. Let's see what happens. Okay. Ready? Hey, what's up? All the dozen listeners here for Brothers on the Go. <laughs> Steve Burrell. You don't know who I am. <laughs> Dozens of listeners. Steve throws some shade Man. in our sound. Whatever, Steve, this is your big break. You know it. You know I was going to say, I feel like dozens of listeners. Dozens is a little bit generous. generous. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Steve. <laughs> no, thanks for it. And, uh, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that you did this interview. And I'm, always, I'm always happy to see you on the holidays. We're thankful really to see Steve. Hang out, yeah. I'm telling you, every yeah. time. We know Jamie's listening. Shout out to Jamie. <laughs> yeah. If you can say say Jamie is great. Jamie is great. Oh, that's gonna blow her mind. She's gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, brothers on the go.